what is up everybody we are here with hunter guide content creator all the hunting things mr remy warren remy, howdy wave high if you're watching on youtube you just got to see remy wave high remy you've got your bow here yep. i've been peppering you with questions all about your bow setup i know that's nothing that's new to you i feel like you it sounds like you get a lot of bow questions yeah everybody's curious what you're rocking a lot of arrow questions too okay Let's uh, full setup. Then it's good that we have your bow right here because that's what we're going to go over is your current bow setup, your, your your state of the bow union right now. Talk about everything that you got going on from the bow to the quiver to the sight to the arrows, how you got your arrows set up, all that good stuff. So uh, I don't know, maybe go large, big to small yeah. here. Yeah, I'll just do a like a pretty brief rundown. So shooting the Matthews V3X, mm -hmm. one of the things that I really like about it is how everything integrates. So my thought was, all right, if I'm going to have a bow that's designed for integration of sight, rest, arrows, I should probably shoot it like that. And because of it, it's super efficient, uh, super quiet, super dead in hand. Like, I, I love this bow. Probably, I'd call this, this is one of those bows that'll go on my wall as like my favorite bow of all time. So for the, I mean, I've just got the, essentially a lot of the, the Matthews accessories that, because I got this before, you know, some other companies started coming out with accessories that integrate. So okay. I've got their QAD rest that just mounts right into the riser and then the Matthews quiver and super tight up against here because everything's inside the riser. Then I've got my spot hog fast eddy. It's a fast eddy XL. And then I run it with the, there's two, it's a single pin with two indicators. Okay. Right. So, and then I've got. This shows me where my top and bottom pin essentially are at any distance. So as I turn it, oh, I've got it set up. Okay. So that's how that works. So it's like a single pin, but as I move this, so if I got it at 40, then I know that my top is 40 and my bottom is 52 gotcha. or whatever. So as I go, that changes. Um, generally, when I'm walking around, I set it about 33, and then I can shoot out to, or I'll set my bottom pin at, I could set it about 35, then I know that I can shoot out to about 60 without having to adjust anything just gotcha. kind of changing my point of impact and you know or like where i'm aiming so that that i really like that system i've got it mounted in there so the quiver fits super tight yeah i like i like that because you know you might you know let's say you turn your side or something but obviously hunting very dynamic situation yep. animal starts to walk a little bit further away a little bit closer you're not like oh i need to adjust again you're like okay cool i'm still you at least have that second point of reference yeah you've got the second point of reference and i shoot it a lot just at that fixed just you know knowing like okay 20 i hold under this much at at uh, 50 i hold to here when it's 60 i hold to here and so um, i just practice it a lot without adjusting it mm -hmm. so i can but 90% of the time I have time to move it and set it where I need to. Mm -hmm. So I, I really like that setup and it's super clean in there. You know, you, you've got, I shot multi pins for a long time. I've shot everything, but right. I, I've just this, for some reason I just keep coming back to this site is probably one of my favorites of all time. And then how does that site, can you show how that site like yep. goes through the riser? Yeah, just, so unique. it just mounts, I guess it's like they call it the bridge lock. So just the dovetail slides into the riser here mm -hmm. and then you just, just like any dovetail, you just lock it down. So that's pretty solid because then what that does is it, it allows you to push the arrows and the quivers closer, which is really nice for like Western hunting when you might be up in the mountains, you might be in the wind a lot and mm -hmm. just having everything here is closer to that grip. It's just way more stable. I found mm -hmm. like where I shoot a lot, it's super windy all the time. I found like just shoot way better um, with that quiver just so close to the riser. So that's been pretty solid. I, I really like this setup. 
And then as far as the arrows go, I'll pull one of these out. We'll just try not to cut a string off while I do it. For broadheads, I like fixed blades. These are 125 grain Evo broadhead from day six. I shoot the day six arrows as well. Because I like the fixed blades, I go four fletchings. Mm -hmm. It just helps stabilize it out at distance, especially. Mm -hmm. So with this setup, I can shoot, you know, essentially field point accuracy with a fixed blade, which is pretty solid. I'm shooting a pretty heavy arrow. So these are, my entire arrow setup is uh, 585 grains. Oh, wow. Yeah. With this, so I've got the aluminum. I've had, I've, I've messed with them. So I've gone up to 610. I've, I, now I'm shooting about 585 with this particular bow. My draw length's 30 inches, and I'm shooting about 80 pounds. Oh, so really? These things zip like it's. I'm getting yeah a lot of energy. So yeah. it's perfect for. Ha, did you throw out animals. the? Did, have you chronoed it, or did you I say have, that? And I forgot. Uh, I chronoed it with the 610 grain arrows. I haven't oh. done it with the 585s. Gotcha. Um, I can't remember what it is. I wish I had the little, I took a picture and it was on my phone and then I forgot because I switched arrows and just erased all that <laughs> memory of like, it's no longer pertinent to what my daily life. Yeah. And then the thing I love about, so, you know, these would be a micro diameter arrow, but they've got this insert outsert, mm -hmm. which is why I chose this arrow because what it is, is it's got an insert and then the outsert is a collar over it. So my trouble with outserts in the past has been that's the weak point, right? Right. And if I'm shooting a heavy setup like this, and I, I mean, this whole thing is designed for, essentially I designed my arrows for elk hunting and then everything else is just gravy, right? It's like a, yeah. it's like the 300 WSM yeah, of uh, bows. Exactly, you know? right? So I can, I'm not worried about that. I mean, think about when elk are coming in, they're normally coming in kind of quartered too. And mm -hmm. I know that this goes through shoulder 100% of the time. I've never had it yep. not make a lethal kill if I have a, a cording two type shot or one of those kind of shots. So uh, I've, that's why I've got this set up. And then everything else, it works really good. And with these four fletchings and this, it's actually a really quiet setup. It's a heavy arrow. Mm -hmm. And so the bow already is quiet and this arrow flies really quiet. So that's also been a bonus. I mean, I could go a little bit lighter and maybe have less drop, but also have more noise as well. And so right. I don't know if there's a give and a take there, in my opinion. You kind of got to go. I, I, I kind of tend to go with quieter area where they aren't going to jump i'd rather have that animal where i'm where it is when i'm shooting so really enjoy the setup and then as far as release i've been shooting the same release i, I was on the bow but oh i think I we know. took a picture of it yeah the same release uh i've had for probably oh my gosh i think since i started shooting a bow <laughs> like it's i it was maybe the second release i've ever owned i think i've had it for 20 years I, items like that are like they become like i have few items like that because i generally lose everything yeah. at some point and then but you do have like a few things you're like man i've had this like one somehow i've managed not to lose this thing forever yeah. hopefully i'll just do that for you knock right on, there. Yeah, we're taking but, pictures oh. of it so my rule is i've got and this is why i've had this thing for so long my thing is it's always either on the bow or on my wrist and i will never not have it in one of those two places unless somebody grabs my bow and takes pictures of it and takes it off without me knowing but <laughs> 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 um yeah it's a i guess this is a scott mongoose Okay. I think it was the first one they made of this with the, and I like it because when I'm self filming, I can tuck that back there. Oh, that is pretty there. sweet. Yeah. I think my setup's like a lot too for like solo filming, you know. But mm -hmm. I really like this. I'll probably just keep shooting this until it stops working. I guess. It looks like it's uh, seen some, seen seen some, some miles. <laughs> <laughs> if they sent me, it's my wrist release that they're smelling my edicts. <laughs> um, yeah, and when when I shoot, you know, I 
I try to do like a more back tension style release with it. So I just kind of make a throat punch fist and then continue pulling back through it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, you know, I know a lot of people ask about that. Uh, just to kind of keep from getting too, I think a lot of people mess up, get problems with these because they're using the tip of their finger, which has a lot of sensitivity. So I actually shoot it from here. Okay. And keep that, you know, a little bit short, a little bit tighter. Had a lot of success with that. Gotcha. Yeah. 80, like, it's like, yeah, it's a pretty heavy arrow, but like, you're also pulling back 80. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and a long draw length too. What is your draw length? A 30 inches. Unbelievable. Yeah. My, uh, I'm not, You're built to bow hunt. I was, yeah, my body is completely designed to bow hunt. I'm, I'm like short and nimble, but also got like that extra wingspan. It's 6'3 tip to tip. Fantastic. Arms, yeah. I'm not, I'm not that. I'm in long an, reach. I have an inferior bow build. Good for boxing and bows. <laughs> Things that start with a B. <laughs> uh, Beekeeping, I don't know. <laughs> I tried that one time. My bees died. Uh, it's very tragic. It's not uncommon I, that's, here that's in That's what would happen to me, too. I, I want to get into it, but I also think that I'd just be a bad beekeeper. You got to be... Um, you got to be... You got to be... Uh, diligent. Yeah. Like, I, I chose kind of a only the strong survive right. uh, mentality, and uh, they didn't survive the Wisconsin winter. Uh, mm. What about length? Like, are your arrows cut long, short? Like, what's the spine on them? Uh, they're 275s. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I would say they are, I, uh, they're cut, like, not, I, I don't cut them short. I just cut them kind of two, I think they're 28 inches. Okay. Um, you know, which is pretty standard. And, and that gives me a little bit of extra weight as well. I would say they're, you know, primarily weight forward. I don't know. I don't I don't like to dive into like what's your FOC and all this stuff. It's like it's a heavy arrow and it shoots through stuff. That's what I'm and it focused on. Shoots straight, shoots straight, stabilizes good. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't break. Yeah, accuracy, dependability. And then I'm looking over here. So you got uh stabilizer. You see a lot of back bars these days. Yeah, I'm not a back bar fan. Yeah. Too much. It's just like we've already got so much stuff. I like keep it simple, stupid kind of setups. Mm-hmm. I understand it. I I shot a back bar for a while. Mm-hmm. Man, these bows are so balanced now. I don't really need them. There was mm-hmm. a point when I absolutely needed a back bar. I felt like to have a better, more stable shot. Mm-hmm. Now I, I feel like everything's pretty the bows are so balanced i just don't even mess with it anymore right well and i i'm this is going i have not shot this bow but it does seem like everything is like you know compact and balanced it's a heavy like i did pick it up like it's like yeah it's not a lightweight bow correct but like does that help it kind of sit too for you yeah i think so i mean a part of my thing is like my bows are built for hunting I mean, yeah, I'll go and do 3D shoots or whatever with it. I shoot a lot in the backyard, obviously. But my entire setup is built for one thing, and that's hunting. Right. And it's generally Western big game hunting where you're going to get a lot of different factors. You're going to get shooting up and down a Mm -hmm. lot. You're going to get a lot of crosswind. And you're going to get, like, big, heavy-boned animals. So And maybe a little bit of distance as well. Distance and awkward angles. And I think that this is, like, the perfect setup to kind of check all those boxes. I like it. It seems like a solid setup. I don't think we're missing anything. Oh, you know what? I will. The wrist strap. You got the wrist strap on there. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that, a, is that, a, is that a need to have? I have to. I don't know if it's a mental thing, but like, I just don't like a bow. It's like walking out of the house without underwear on. <laughs> you know, like I just can't. I'm not going to do it. I just, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to enter the world of bow shooting. I don't even think I need it. Like, I don't ever use it in any way. Just don't like the feeling of it without it. So I don't have one on my bow. 
I'm not going to speak to the second half of that yeah. equation. <laughs> 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 I, you know, I used to have one, and then I was like, well, do I ever use it? So then I took it off, and then I didn't really miss it. Yep. But then I'm like, but am I missing something? Would I you know, be less inclined to maybe like try and grab my bow at the shot. Like maybe I need to put it back on. I don't know. I've been, I've been going back and forth. Yeah. I always think too, I'm like, oh, well I've got paracord in case I need some extra paracord for anything, but I've never taken it apart. Right. Have I? No. But you got it if you need it. I got it if I need it. Paracord's good for that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't talk about numbering my arrows, but that's all right. Oh, I even wrote that down. That was my one note. I put, (laughs) when I'm practicing, I always have some that just tend to, well, Okay, I should. This is actually, I think, a very important thing that I do. I weigh all my broadheads and I weigh all my arrows. What scale do you use for that? Or not like the brand? Like, what is it just like a digital scale? Yeah, digital scale. Uh Yeah. And I verify. And it doesn't even matter if the scale is even that accurate because I'm, I mean, like I'm weighing them against each other. So right. I take all my arrows and then I separate them on ones that lean on the heavy side. So I weigh all the broadheads, weigh all the arrows, and then I try to find the match. So where they're the most consistent okay and i take the top six most consistent ones and i shoot them all with a broadhead right and then and well i take all of them and i shoot them with a broadhead and then i mark the ones like i i slowly wean out the ones that fly the best and the most the same and then i number them and right now number two is in the number one spot because number one did did work (laughs) so (laughs) number one number one's in retirement field (laughs) um you know i mean i I think i've got two and then somehow five ended up in here uh because i think certain ones this one's has actually been in the field and harvested a couple animals Uh, actually all all these three have but (laughs) it's a very uh so yeah, so I, I like to number them so I have an idea of like the ones that I think are the best. And then also I know that those as I go through the numbers, I try to like 10 and 9 are the most similar together. It's not like they're bad arrows, right? But they're the most similar together. So okay. as I go through the quiver, then if I need to make any adjustments or whatever I can, you know, like just like that, it just gives me that little bit of an edge of accuracy. Mm-hmm. Like almost like, or and correct me if I'm wrong here, but like, let's say you had a dozen arrows and you had them numbered like one through 12, like you'd probably load up six arrow quiver, like one through six. And then the next quiver would be arrows, you know, whatever, seven through 12. Cause they would be like the most similar ones then. Yeah, correct. Yeah. But oftentimes I might not have 12 broadheads, right? So I'll have like six broadheads. And then a lot of times I just resharpen and reuse. So I, but I'll test those six against, I, I generally keep it six at a time, and then I'll have some unnumbered ones that I know are are similar. And then once I go through a couple, then I'll redo. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've got a few that I've like scratched out numbers, and those numbers might change. Number five might now be number one because it matches that set the best. Oh, okay. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Yeah. Continually changing. Just, But just that little bit more of accuracy. Yeah. Which that can that yeah. can be a difference maker. I'm a stickler yeah. about it. Everything I don't know. everything helps. And then I don't like to change anything either. Once it's set and it's good, then it's like I'll keep those arrows and I'll use those ones, and then and then I'll readjust. It's like a Ronco rotisserie. Just set it and yep. forget set it. it and forget it. <laughs> yep. You know, and even sometimes I'll throw in like a random type of broadhead. So I'll do four fixed blades and one mechanical. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, and that mechanical is for uh, random. You know, who knows? Like. I know everybody's got their own thing, right? But there are times when I think mechanicals are good. And it's like when you're in brush, but not tall grass, but it's like okay. you might be shooting something that might be hard to blood trail. So, Hey, there's a mechanical, I'm close range, whatever. It'd be a good one to do. And when I, I do shoot them all and make sure everything 
shoots the same right you know, to a certain distance and then i yeah so sometimes there i might grab a different broadhead for something else or if i shoot something and i need to make a follow-up shot well i might use that uh, mechanical or something it's like hey it's a it's a further follow-up shot but it's okay mm-hmm. the animal's within sight and even if i know i made a good shot i always try to make a follow-up shot if i've got the opportunity yeah two arrows better than one so i'll do that and then uh, so sometimes i have a, a couple different broadheads in here but i always keep my first three is like my primary fixed blade. Those are my, my, those are my babies. Those are the ones that I'm primarily using. And then I have a couple others that, you know, use for different scenarios. Cool. I think we covered the setup. Checked I mean, it. that's a nice setup. It's a nice setup. I'm stoked on it. It's been good to me. And at least at right now, archery season slash, you know, summer practice and all that. I know you practice like all the time anyway, yeah. but, uh, it is going to be around the corner. It's going to be here before we know it. So it is. There you go. So there you go, everybody. All of Remy's bow setup questions answered. If you have additional questions about the setup, let us know in the comments below. We'll reach back out to Remy. Hopefully, have him clarify anything else. But uh, yeah, cool, man. It looks like it's uh, all that's left to do is uh, go hunt some more critters with it. Perfect. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it now. Let's go. We're leaving. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Take care. Happy hunting.